0: find truth and preservation of our soul shine i can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go and let it flow
1: Welcome to another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. And today I have with me Lynn Rivers, who is a fascinating person. I can already already sense by her heart coherence with me. Uh, Among other things, she's a functional health and wellness expert. And just all the things. I'm just excited because like you, what I'm sensing, had an early call to be in the health and wellness industry, but you didn't want to follow a traditional route. So I want to start with that. Like, how did you feel that calling, and and when did you feel it, and all that? All, of the all
0: of the- <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here and talk with you. And you know, I I started on this journey <laughs> very tumultuously, and it went for a good thirty plus years of just constant up and down. And, you know, most people have like, they're like, oh, here's a couple bumps. Mine was like, here are all the bumps and a couple of good moments. Right. <laughs> and uh, I was in the hospital when I was one and three with pneumonia. I, my entire childhood, I had asthma was in and out of the hospitals. I lost the majority of my family before I turned 15 to all kinds of different cancers, including my mom when she was 40. And then I had hormonal issues and I had gut dysbiosis and depression and I was suicidal and all of these things. And then, in my twenties, I lost my partner from the same cancer that my mom died of. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny story because it's like, what are we attracting into our life? Like there's a lot behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and then I had my near death experiences, one at the same time that she was dying. And then another one, not too soon after. Oh my gosh! And so I started in holistic nutrition right, right after high school, because okay. once when my mom died, that kind of triggered me to wonder why is this happening? Why has everyone in my family died from a specific type of illness? And what can I do about that? Yeah. And so it started with holistic nutrition and then it moved into Reiki therapy, massage therapy, yoga therapy. And then I got into functional medicine. And I just kind of went with the flow where I was guided to go And each modality gave me a new piece of the puzzle to the human being and how we need to take care of our bodies. Our bodies are our physical vessel for this world. Mm -hmm. And it has its own necessities. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people like to tap into either the physical, mental, or spiritual, but the reality is we need to Mm -hmm. really focus in on all three of them. And Mm -hmm. I was guided to all these different modalities to really learn about why so many people are chronically ill and why I was so chronically ill and to navigate everything that was going on in my body, like pre-diabetic, even though I looked healthy and I had massive depression, a lot of mental instability, hives, histamine intolerances. I could only eat two foods, you know, like it was just the whole nine yards. And I learned everything I did and was able to heal myself so I can share that with everyone, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had to learn the balanced approach instead of just going into one modality Right, and it just kept progressing. So I just kept going with it. I love that because like, <laughs> I, I know the, the, the
1: puzzle piece, the puzzle piece, the puzzle piece aspect of that. Cause like when I first started doing body talk, I signed up for four classes and I thought I was going to do the whole system. Like I was determined I was going to do the whole right. system, but what my, when my, my soul told me, I was like, Oh no, no, no. You already went through the certification program. Like you have the PhD, you have that. You don't need to do that again. Why don't you just open yourself up and allow what wants to come through? Yes. And <laughs> like a stuff comes through my sessions that I haven't been trained in because I'm open to it. And you have the journey of like, you have that, but it was, came through with the different modalities that you learned so that you get, like, I don't have a clue what, um, comes through. I just know it comes through. You have Mm -hmm. the gift of actually knowing the different aspects of what's coming through. So you can actually explain them better than me. Cause I mean, I'm working with animals, so I don't have to explain it, but
0: (laughs) you know what I mean? Right. Well, and that's the other piece of it, right? I've been I think because of my first two near-death experiences as a child, it put me into a very intuitive space and Mm. having psychic abilities very early on in life. And I could read people so easy that I could tell what was going on in their system by their body stature, by Mm. where they carried certain weight. And I can still do that. I can see a person and know exactly what hormones are off balance or what, what foods they're eating that are causing issues. And I used to date people based off of, I can help them, right? Like I was the (laughs) healer attracting the, Uh and I would literally switch people's body compositions because I would see like, oh, okay, they're holding their weight here, but let's shift it to this area and let's get them more in balance. And I'm talking like people who did not have a butt, for example, but was carrying weight in their, in their waist. And I would help them shift that balance within like a week. And then it's wow. like, okay, like we're done. <laughs> but it was like, I used the avenue of dating very, very early on in life to do the work that I was like just guided to do. That's yeah, fascinating. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so bizarre to look back at them and be like, oh, yeah. You gotta
1: love yeah. our younger selves.
0: <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So, my 19 year old man she was on her own journey and I just love her to pieces
0: yeah oh yeah oh yeah I have so much compassion for that being (laughs) I know I I love that that like when did it when did it occur
1: to you that um you had that all of your gifts coming through in the form of dating and switching that to like having clients
0: (laughs) I am embarrassed to say no no so it's it was a journey that so in my late 20s I ended up with a partner who for the first time I loved like I was like oh I actually want to be with this person (laughs) however it was quick to find she's the one that ended up dying of cancer and of the same the same cancer that my mom died of And that was the moment that I realized, oh my God, I'm attracting this sick pattern Mm -hmm. into my life because I want to help people. Mm. And and I was helping her. She was getting better, but that's a completely different story of her choosing that she didn't want to be here anymore. And I witnessed that choosing with her. Yeah. And so it was really profound on two levels of showing me like one, I was inviting this pattern in Mm -hmm. and I manifested the exact replica of what I needed to heal through most in my life. Yeah. And two, I had no say in whether someone actually got better or not, Mm -hmm. because what she taught me was I used to think that, well, if I would, if I would have known then what I know now, I could have saved my mom. And as I was sitting with her and she's like, you know what, I'm just going to start doing things the way that I was doing them before and watching her choose to no longer be here i knew in that moment i kind of saw her soul leave and it was that moment of oh my god i i can't help those who do not want to be helped i can only give the information mm. and they'll take it or not mm-hmm. and so that for me was the moment where i was like okay i need to pay attention to who i'm attracting mm-hmm. and i only dated maybe three people in the last seven years for very short stints mm-hmm. because it was an acknowledgement that I was still doing that. I was still attracting Mm -hmm. the unhealed who needed me. Wow. Right. And so the last person I dated, I finally had the aha moment of this is why you have attracted this. Like There was something that I was not healing within myself Mm -hmm. and I finally saw it for the first time out of all of this. And it was the biggest release of my life. And my mom actually came through. So we we can connect in the dream world. It's a visitation. She'll actually knock on the door. And that's how I know that it's her coming through. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't often, but after several years, she came through to tell me that she was proud of me for finally seeing why I kept attracting these people. And I was just like, oh, nice. so it was not that long ago. It was literally that's months cool. ago. That's that, beautiful. yeah. Yeah, it was really profound to, to witness that because I knew I was attracting them still,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I couldn't figure out why, because I was, I was still holding on to that piece that I needed to like, literally, it was just like kind of gripping to this last string. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to snip it. And I did. And I was so happy. And I laughed at them. I laughed at that relationship thinking like, Len you just played that pattern so perfectly. You did it exactly like you're supposed to. And now I'm free. <laughs> now That's I am beautiful. Free. And yeah,
1: I came into this world with um, well, most people do um until we raise our consciousness, codependency. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like many, many ancestors and a little bit of narcissism. <laughs> so that's been my journey of like being the empath with a narcissist and mm-hmm. finding like. Okay, that one's okay. Complete with that lesson. Complete with that lesson. Complete with that lesson. Okay, this mm-hmm. last lesson. Okay, done. We're done with that. We're just done. We don't want any more narcissists. I'm sovereign. I don't need to take care of. I don't even want to live with anyone for a while. Not because I don't want anybody. I don't want another relationship. It's just like I just want to be.
0: Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, so I've spent the majority of the last seven years alone. Like not doing things with people outside of it, not dating. And it's because I fell in love with being with me mm-hmm. and not willing to accept that mm-hmm. uh that depth of pattern again. Yeah. And so when it happened this last time and I really thought I had worked through it, it was kind of like that, all right, Lynn, like really see it this time, right? Yeah. But isn't it it's it's really good to hear you say like you you saw the patterns and each person that came along, you realize though that it gets smaller and smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and the time gets less and less and less yeah. you don't have to be in it to right. see the pattern right, right. and beautiful. so it's just like
1: wow okay even like even the last one was like oh yeah i i didn't see that but now i do see wow <laughs> okay, cool now i see all of the patterns mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. i've learned those lessons thank you so much yes so much i don't i'm not in and in compassion for those previous versions of myself that didn't quite get the full lesson.
0: Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it is. It's you, you're going to keep attracting it Mm -hmm. until you really release it. And the beauty is that, like we were just saying, like, it doesn't have to be as you'll notice if you're getting through it by the level of intensity each time. Yeah. And just catching myself and my patterns with the last person I tried dating was like, Oh my God, like this person does not bring out the best in me. Like Mm -hmm. it was like, I was seeing myself from like, a young kid right like it was triggering. it was was like oh like this is why this is yeah i needed to be with harsh energy Mm -hmm. because my partner who i who passed away she was the one that taught me how to be loved she set the bar of like this is how to be loved this is how Mm -hmm. to be respected and mutual Mm -hmm. and because of that i didn't want to get to that level again because I was like, oh, well, it's just going to be swept away. Right. And so I kept putting myself in situations with people who I ultimately did not want to go long distance with. Right. And so that's, that was my thing. That was what I had to see for myself. Mm -hmm. And it was just such, oh man, it was amazing to release that, like a celebration. Now it's like how beautiful that I get to actually allow my divine partner to come in Mm -hmm. you know because I finally cleared the space for them right right? like I finally cleared it and oh yeah like when I started choosing myself in the in
1: the last relationship I had and I saw the responses of the guy that was the next person after my partner Uh he would get super super triggered and I'm like wait a minute, I'm just choosing me. It has nothing to do with you. I'm just choosing me. And the response was like, oh, wow. That's what I was bringing in. Mm -hmm. Somebody who didn't want me to choose me. Right. So interesting because like I'm not doing it like I'm just choosing like what I want to do. Right. Your frequency doesn't match mine. There's nothing wrong with your frequency. It's just that it's not mine. And so so like really navigating that and seeing how, here's the thing, Mm -hmm. eye gazing, eye gazing is not for the faint of heart because I ended up having a very deep energetic bond with this, this guy, I I still love, but it was like more intense than any sex I could have had with him. Yeah. So I had to do so much clearing out of my system Mm -hmm. to release the energy connection mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Cause nobody ever got, I gazed with me before. So I was like, Oh my gosh, he really loves me because that was my program. Oh God. I know that. I know. And I love it. And he gave me, he, he embraced me. He didn't hug me. He embraced me. And I was like, Oh, that feels so good. Yeah. That. But that was my little girl. Yes, exactly. Validation. So yeah. like, no thing I'm, I'm, I'm complete with it. Now that I've disconnected from the energy of it, it's like, okay, well now I know what feels good, but is it actually good? Like if I really want that kind of embrace, why don't I give it to myself? So I do.
0: Yeah. I don't need it. And, from and mutual right. Being mm-hmm. able to get back to that person. It doesn't matter if they're masculine or feminine, right. like everyone deserves to feel embraced, mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's why like, sometimes I feel like when I see my friends with their boyfriends and they expect so much from their boyfriends, so I'm like, why don't you go and give him a hug? Right. Like, hold him like he deserves to be held too mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um and, and it's really interesting to for you to, to hear you be able to witness that within yourself yeah because I think for a big like for myself there's some YouTube videos that I have where I talk about my embarrassments of how we think that because they're giving us this one thing that we're so in love that we're oh this is the person because they did this for me uh-huh. right and I look at myself and I'm like every single relationship that I've been in, I was like, Oh my God, this is the one My to my best friend. I'd be like, watch, we're going to get married and it's going to be like this. And <laughs> you know, you just get so excited because of this one connection that you've been searching for. And then you realize like, Oh, wait a minute. I need this. And like, it can't just be this one thing. It needs to be the whole thing. Mm-hmm. right like once you get to a certain point because you're going to go through those and yep. you're going to be like okay great this person eye gazed with me the next person oh they they embrace me and then it's like this can be normal all the time uh-huh. you can be with the person who can meet you there and it, right. it's not gonna be like every day but it's like you guys do have the eye gazing connection you guys do have that easy communication you have the ability to be physical right. in really beautiful ways right and it's like but it's so typical for especially women for us to just be like, Oh, this one thing I'm in love. I'm in love. Like this is it. And then hindsight, you're like, I didn't, for me, I didn't really even like the person. Not, not that they were a bad person. No, oh, I know. They did not match me. Like we, I did I not like who they were. <laughs> I, I knew for a fact, like it was like,
1: what got me was, um, Because I was just, I was doing this crazy experiment. So I read Alison Armstrong's The Queen's Code and how to interrelate with men and women, how they think differently and how they understand. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try this experiment with this guy. Because I didn't know, because I just read it. And I'm like, I haven't applied it yet. So I'm applying it. And then one day he looks at me and he gives me the smile that literally buckles my knees because nobody's ever (laughs) smiled at me like that. And I'm like, okay, this was my friend. And now I'm buckling my knees. He must love me. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So then then I apply the Queen's code. I'm like, okay, well, I know heart coherence. I'm going to see how far away from him that I can project love and acceptance just where he is. And 50 feet away, he felt it. I'm like, well, that's cool. And like so it was a really confusing thing because he didn't want to have a relationship. But physically and emotionally, he marked me. Mm. And so every one of my friends thought we were a couple, and I'm like, yeah. he doesn't really want to be in a relationship with me. But like everything about, like he'd sit like six inches away from me. Mm. That's kind of intimate, I think. But then we're toxic, right. right? Right. But like I, I was so confused because I thought we were friends, and then everything yeah. it was like, no, we're not friends. We're more than that. But then it wasn't, and it was like, okay, I'm yeah. not
0: ready for, yeah
1: so it's like really like what has helped me do is like being more discerning mm-hmm,
0: exactly yeah. and patient for the process yeah. to unfold instead of that lunging that we love to mm-hmm. do it's like we i think it comes down to that that child that wants to be loved so much right and until we finally feel that love for ourselves we continue to seek it externally mm-hmm. and and then, you know, we think that, well, this person's giving us like 75% of what I want. Like, should I settle? And, right. and that's what I did this last time. I was like, well, she's really, she, she's healthy. She does these blah, blah, blah. So maybe I'm being too picky. And the reality is it's like, no, that's, that goes against self-love. And it's toxic mm-hmm. when someone's sitting there and saying like, oh, well, I'm in your bubble now, so no one else can see you, right. but I don't want to be with you. Right. Right. And that's, it is, it's toxic. It's not Uh, at that point, the second that you notice that it's not something to work through. It's not something to see if he'll change. It's something that shows this person is not for you. This is if they were, it would be a yes and a yes. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. And, and it's like, it's really beautiful to be able to step back and to be discerning as you said, and to listen and be patient to see, you know, like that's where I'm at right now where I've had friends come in and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what this is. Mm -hmm. And then they do one thing where I'm like, great, just a friendship. Mm -hmm. And you can deeply love a friend. Like as far as like feeling (laughs) like my best friend, Maria, When people read our texts, they're like, are you two in a relationship? And I was like, no, we just love each other. We respect each other. We love each other. And it does look romantic because we throw little hearts out all the time. We're just like, you're so amazing. And, you know, we say, good morning. I hope you have a beautiful day. And her partner, she met the love of her life and he's fantastic. And it's just like, it's just, you can love someone so deeply Mm -hmm. and feel romantic in a, in a sense. Right. But it's not a physical, romantic connection. Right. It's, it's, just just yeah, it's, have, it's, it's
1: just love. Yeah. It's just human love. I have a, I have a friend like that down in, in Mount Chassa and I met her and my heart expanded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I hold hands with her. Yeah. It's, it's not romantic. It's just like, right. I love her so much yeah. because she exists on the planet. Yes. And it's there, there's nothing romantic about it other than the love of
0: yes the love you know it's just just pure love and it's, it's really such a gift mm-hmm. it is such a gift when you find that kind of friendship yeah like it, really it is, is rare to have that deep of like we're growing together we mm-hmm. see each other, we love each other and you are a genuine support to one another yeah. and you don't have to make this physical. I think the right. the hard thing is like a lot of times people think like, oh, well, there's all this connection. Like, shouldn't we be together? Because like right. we have, you know, and I think that it's beautiful when you can step outside and remember right. that to have a friend that amazing like that's the, one of the greatest gifts in life that you're going to get. Oh, yeah. And so there's no reason to complicate it. There's no reason to make it something that it's not. And yeah, sure. If there are feelings that you want to explore and you both do. Explore it like kindly with each other, right? Knowing like, let's just see. Mm-hmm. And this, you'll know, you'll know, right. you right. know, within minutes if you're honest with each other. So it's,
1: yeah. And you'll feel it internally too. Like, yeah. you know, like- practicing the discernment um i know intuitively like she's just an old many many soul old sister yeah. that i've seen in many lifetimes and i'm just like over the moon excited that i get to be with her in this lifetime you know. again and so like i feel that and it's just so beautiful to have like for me one of the one of the gifts i have is i kept my innocence i don't know how mm-hmm. i did it but i kept mm-hmm. my innocence so like to be able to be innocent with another being. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful.
0: Yes. I get. Yeah. For me, it's the playfulness. Mm-hmm. And when she used to live here, she's, she's back in Sweden now, but when she was living here, we'd climb together and slackline together and run to like, we would just play and be childlike together. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is rare to find as an adult, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I, <laughs> I think about the last person I was trying to date and her idea of fun was like, let's watch Netflix and let's eat. And I was just like, Ooh. And I saw myself just kind of like slowly having to tune myself down Mm -hmm. to be near her. Yeah. It was just like, no, like I get that. I played out my childish wounds in that situation, Uh. but what I was watching myself do was allow myself to get sucked into that like, Mm -hmm be boring, be yeah. dumb, just, and I was like, that's not me. I like to play. I play pickleball and volleyball and all these things. And, I love that. you know, and so for, yeah, the playfulness for me was the big one. Yeah. I, I get that because like, I've been in oh way too
1: many serious relationships and it's, <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm, I'm innately playful. Yeah. And like, I love puzzles. I love painting. I love Hiking, I love swimming and kayaking, and what else do I love? Many other things. Um, Miss miss my Pilates reformer machine. I really miss that. But um, like the play, and I bowl really badly, but I love it. Oh, I love bowling. I'm really bad at it, and I love it. (laughs) Like it's just everyone's, oh my gosh, there's a strike! Wow, it's like it's a a surprise.
0: it's perfect that's why that's a fun of it right right it's like I don't
1: I'm not competitive because like I don't Right. Yeah. that takes the fun out of it but like to find people that are open to playing in this world is so important because that's that's what brings out the creativity and it brings out the inspiration and yes the next iteration of what our soul wants to bring through
0: yeah you know the way that I always talk about play is it is the easiest way to emanate the best version of yourself and to step into creativity Mm -hmm. I think we get so serious about the work that we do and about life in general that we we put all of our focus on what should be done when if we just step away from a project and go and play Mm -hmm. the energy that opens up from that is magnificent it's brilliant right and it allows you to come back to that space with like full of energy and desire to be in that project in a different way Mm -hmm. and i just think about when you do what you love when you actually have fun and you bring laughter to yourself that's one of the most healing things that you can do for yourself it's the most healing thing you can do for the planet the way your aura shifts from being light and playful is profound Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, they they have the machines where they can read auras, and when a person is just like sucked in and sad and just like really inwards, like in, in not in a positive way, but in inwards in like a sense of I don't want to be out right. in the world like that. Kind of. It's like shrunken yeah. and bitter, and when you're expansive and light, it's just like this aura just like emanates,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you can feel that with people, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. And,
0: and I, I'm so in tune to that stuff. And I laugh at myself. I'm like, Lynn, you knew this from the second you met all these people that you dated, mm-hmm. but you wanted to fix them. You wanted to be that person that was going to raise their vibration. And, and I did because they took my energy, right? They sapped me. That's a thing. Yeah.
1: Thing. I've had, yes. all of my relationships have been like, cause I, I, I describe my energy as like a cinnamon roll. I don't know why, but I've seen people respond to me like I'm t- like this yummy energy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is really interesting. And one of my partners, we'd snuggle at night. Mm-hmm. I would wake up exhausted. Yeah. And he'd be like, start the day. And I'm like, I need coffee. Because I, yeah. I couldn't wake up because I'd been drained the whole night. Yes. And when he left, because he traveled a lot for work when he was gone, I recover. But I didn't make the connection until I, I broke up. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, this is a thing. I and know what's wrong with that. It's just that I didn't have the awareness that I was allowing that to happen. Yes. Because I thought he could fill the love within me that I didn't think I could have without, you know, like, I didn't know I could give myself that love by myself.
0: Right? I had to look outside. I don't. Right. Yeah. Most people don't understand what self-love really is. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's one of those things where when I was coaching people uh, across the board, whether it was health or mindset mentality or anything, coaching through trauma or grief, it's learning to love yourself means genuinely being able to be alone. And the amount of people who are able to happily be alone is very small. Yeah. Like it is one of, it's like the top fear For the majority of the population is to be alone. And the amount you learn about yourself from being alone is so beautiful that Mm -hmm. I did. I fell in love with myself so much that I'm like, I don't know if I want another person in my life. Right. Unless it's what I genuinely want from a partnership, that Mm -hmm. beauty, that equanimity, that just like ease Mm -hmm. and support and what, what I want. If it's not that I am so much happier being alone. Oh yeah, it's, I got like it's not worth my energy to go through the the patterns that I've already played out. I'm like, those are old. They're done. Right.
1: <laughs> like well, they're
0: dead. Perfect you know? example
1: today. I went for a walk. I left my phone at home. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's good if I want the pedometer, but like, I don't I don't need it because I can I can guesstimate I how I walked. And like the the joy of connecting with the trees and the water yeah. and. The land, and you know, I'm seeing all these other people like in this mode of like I'm doing go, go, my go. power walk. I'm not doing a power walk. I'm doing a who can I connect with in nature that we're going to have this mutual connection. I, I have a tendency to love cedars, like cedars, and I go oh yeah many many lifetimes. And so,
0: have you ever smelled them? The butterscotch? Do you know the butter the butterscotch smell? Have you smelled that yet?
1: I haven't smelled the butterscotch smell. Really. I don't smell very well.
0: Oh, so I think it's the cedars that the, if you stick your nose in the bark, mm-hmm. it smells like butterscotch. Like literally you can taste it. It's like, yeah. Wow. It's well, they're
1: different. magical. They're, they're like yeah. cosmic beings of light. And, um, yeah. I, and so I'm, I'm deeply connected with them. And so today the path I walked down cause I'm, I'm house sitting for somebody. I walked by and I, I always talk to them and I, I touch them. And that's mm-hmm. my little ritual of connecting with them. They were asleep. Oh. And I'm not used to cedars that are asleep. I'm used to cedars that are like, Hey, how are you? Like not <laughs> conversation, but I can feel them pull my energy in just to say hi. Oh, yeah. And these guys were all asleep. And so I'm start touching them and then they'd start waking up and like, Oh, Oh, okay, cool. Somebody's here to talk to us. And it's because I didn't, I wasn't distracted that I could hear them. Where do you live? That's a good question. Um, in, in the current moment, I'm in like, as Oregon for the next, or, okay. for the next eight days okay. somewhere in Oregon, but I'm not sure where.
0: Okay. I used to live in Oregon. So I get, I, I wanted to know what, what trees you were <laughs> you were talking about. Western
1: cedars, the Western okay. cedars.
0: Where are you now? I'm in San Diego. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 If you saw my yard, I live on six acres of nothing but trees. Like I have two rivers running along my property on each side of my house and there's trees everywhere. <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah. I yeah, love it's amazing it's so important like i I just love connecting. I don't feel like me if I'm not connecting every day. Yeah, then I can feel the difference. And so like would I rather connect with trees and boulders and rivers and all of those things that I can feel and it's it's an exchange. It's not like one taking from the other. It's just mm-hmm. this beautiful. Mm-hmm equanimity, equanimity ish newer yeah. <laughs> relationships um, versus like trying to find somebody else that can fill me up. That isn't going to fill me up as much as me doing what I love.
0: Right. Right. And I think that all comes back to, right. Like making sure that you are a whole person, mm-hmm. right. Like you really, it, it's so cliche and I know there's so much going on, you know, surrounding that. That, oh, well, but some people do complete each other, but the reality is you really have to be so strong in yourself Mm -hmm. to not falter when someone else tries to pull you in different directions, right? Because that's usually what happens. You, you enter into a relationship, you don't have your solid backbone. Mm -hmm. And so they can kind of just pull you into like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And it just becomes a thing of like, oh, we're always going to be doing what they want to do. Like, okay, got it right? And it's just really easy to fall into that if you don't really have that first relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm so grateful for my journey being as, being what it was mm-hmm. because I fell in love with myself. And uh, I can't say that about a lot of people. Right. And I know that the person I attract is going to be on that same vibration now because I'm there, right? right? It's like, You want what you, you seek what you are, regardless of if you're aware of it or not. Mm -hmm. So when you attract someone who has these patterns, it's like, oh, I need to figure out, do I still need to work through my own on this? Or am I stuck in a pattern where I'm attracting, you know, it's like, there's something that needs to shift within yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're going to keep attracting it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, that's, that's why I know like for a fact that yes, I'd love to be in a relationship again but not until I have a deeper relationship with myself. Beautiful. Yeah. Because I, I don't even want to, and I love animals. I love animals. I really, I, there's a Bernese mountain dog that's coming to my field. That's like, okay, I'm waiting for you. I'm like, not yet, not yet, not yet.
0: Oh. I
1: just, he, he, he came in when I was driving one day. He said, Fernando. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know any Fernandos. And I heard Fernando again. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what is Fernando? And it was a fully grown uh you know rescue bernie's mountain oh. dog and i'm like honey i don't even have a place to have you right now oh so that's fine because i'm doing me right now let me get my yeah. established and do me for like go cross-country skiing in ashland and like hike and do pilates and swim again and just be me for six months and then i'll have a dog yeah Because even a dog at this point is like too much of a distraction for me. And
0: I can understand that
1: because it's just, it's, I've had tastes of being alone. Mm. And when I have been alone, I love the person I am.
0: Right. So I just want to give myself more of that. You see, and you will know when you meet someone This is for all of us Mm -hmm. where you can be completely and truly 100% uh, like honoring yourself and what you need and then be like, that's fantastic. Right. The second that they acknowledge, like, great, go do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Like there it is. And that, that should be the, when you say like, you know what, I actually need to just stay home tonight. Like I'm just, I need some alone time. It's not an attack. It's a, oh, that's perfect. Like take care of yourself. Because right. they're so solid in themselves, too, mm-hmm. that you don't have to, they don't need you to complete something for them, mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. And if that comes, it's like, great.
1: Mm-hmm. It's more of an interdependent rather than the codependent model that we yeah. have.
0: Yeah. And I
1: know for a fact that I don't want to share a bed again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, I mean, even with my dog, I don't want to share a bed again. I, I like sleeping alone. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing doesn't mean that I won't ever spend time with my partner. Right. Means They can have their own bed because I wake up and have my own routines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I like I know. doing my journaling. I like meditating. I like being quiet. I like doing all these things and having my chai and sipping it quietly without anyone bothering me. Like, I like yeah. that. Like after 10, I'm good, but like leave me alone before 10
0: yeah it's that's so funny. I always I think about like would I actually be able to live with someone again? because it's been so long, right? eight, seven, eight, seven, eight years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think like they would have to have a very similar lifestyle to where we're up at the same time. And I would still want a second bedroom mm-hmm. because if I can't and it's more for like if I can't sleep, I don't want to disturb their sleep either, mm-hmm. right, and vice versa. So if someone's like having a restless night, it's like, okay, we have another bedroom, go to that one, mm-hmm. you know? And just like, it's like kind of a mutual respect of, yeah, let's make sure we're both the best versions of ourselves. And that means I need eight hours of sleep regardless. Like if I don't get it, I'm not going to be happy person. Right. right. And so as long as that's happening, great. And, and I'll, I'll be a little bit, you know, I'll have to see how that goes because right. I have, it's yeah. Yeah.
1: But you're going to call it in when you're ready. Like, that's, that's what I feel is like I'm, I'm perfectly content. I know what my boundaries are. I know I like to do like, just, I like quiet. Right. Really like quiet. So like, (laughs) you could just be with me, read your own book and I'll be in my book. And like, that's great. Or if I'm going to go like hiking, if you want to come with me, that's great. Yes. Don't talk. (laughs) unless you see something <laughs> that I'm missing um, because I just want to be present in nature. And yeah. so, you know, I'm going to do me. And if that person mm-hmm. has similar interests, sure. I can share them on occasion. I don't yeah. want to be in that. Oh, we have to do everything together thing. Right. Because I don't want that.
0: <laughs> right. That's not your, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's easy to, I've, I've seen a lot of couples. I actually have a, I knew I shouldn't say they're friends anymore. They were friends in New Mexico. They've been together 28 years now and they still, they still sit on each other's laps and they still love each other and they still do things together. And their balance is beautiful. Like if one wants to go climbing and the other doesn't that day, they'll be like, okay, I'll see you later. And they go and they find a new climbing partner at the gym and it's just like they bike, they're in their seventies and they could kick my butt at biking up these hills. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like they're, but they're living their life like so beautifully, Mm. you know? And it's just like, that was the first time that I've ever seen a relationship where I was like, Oh, maybe I do want that long-term because you can find that with someone when you're at that point. Right. And you said the ready part. Right. And the funny thing is it's like, some, something in the universe knows more when we're ready than we are. And so I could be like, oh, I'm not ready. But the universe is like, oh, yes, you are. And I get little signs from time to time when someone's about to enter my life. And more recently, they've been like, oh, it's time. Like it's time. And I'm like, no, nope, it's not time. They're like, it's time. <laughs> and it's been like sneaking up on me and I have dreams about it. And I'm just like, Okay, like I need to be a little bit more open and
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. and all yeah. always show signs. Like I had a couple years ago, my holy beloved came into in this crazy ass dream that was like it was so lucid. It was I've never had such a lucid dream in my life. And I was supposed to meet him in Portland at a coffee shop for three weeks. I went to the coffee shop, but I didn't go every day. Uh-huh. Um And then the week where my former partner decided that we were going to get back together and drove back from Maine to Oregon, um, I got interference. And so it's been three and a half years since I had that lucid dream. And I started feeling him again. I'm like, not yet. Not because I'm not ready, but just because I I want to have my time. Yeah. And so I've gotten an awareness that there's respect for that so that's why I know I energetic I've, I've actually finally seen what he looks like oh really um not fully I know he's
0: taller than me and I've
1: seen the hair color
0: okay and I'm then- curious I have to ask you yeah. is it opposite of what you're used to going after I have so many different types like okay.
1: my, my my dad was Swedish broad-shouldered so my my husband was broad-shouldered and 5'10. My second partner was 5'10 and he was Irish. This okay. last gentleman was 6'2 and was a Marine and he was Scandinavian too. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, I don't know what, what what it is at this point. It's more of a frequency. Right. Like how, like how a I, match, of course. Right. It's yeah. like the attraction, yes, there's gonna be attraction, but like the attraction means nothing to me if i don't feel the frequency
0: right exactly oh yeah that's why i could pass by every beautiful person on the street and not bat an eye because mm-hmm. i'm like good for you you're beautiful don't care like because i know that you're not gonna match me right and I, I say that like humbly because i don't resonate with a lot of people because of what i've been through i had to become a very different person and so I know when I'm at, when I'm vibrating with someone really easily and it's not often. Right, and, uh, no, but I get I that. You, I asked you that question because I finally saw little glimpses of my partner in my dreams and she's complete opposite of what, so my go-to type was always dark hair, dark eyes, mm-hmm. which matched my mom, right? Like it was like this wow. psychological thing. Wow. And once I finally cleared that, Mm-hmm. I saw my partner come through and she has blue eyes and light hair. Right. And I was just like, wow. I was like, That's that makes so much sense. Right. Because yeah. there's just like this uh, of course she would have lighter the lightness, right? The lightness that matches me. And so it's just yeah, like I, really fascinating. I'm I'm truly fascinated because I had dark hair, silver
1: hair, and silver <laughs> hair. So I was like, I don't, I don't know.
0: So they maybe did. they both had dark hair though, right? Like the silver white. I think might. they did. I think they did. Yeah.
1: So I was like, okay, so who knows what's going to come through. Um, yeah.
0: At one so- point I thought he was
1: Scottish. Um, When I first met him three and a half years ago, I thought he was Scottish. He was Scottish then. So I don't, I just did energy though.
0: Yeah. Right. So I
1: don't have any attachment to anything other than the fact that I feel the frequency. Right. And, you know, I said, you can meet me. I don't mm-hmm. have any problem with you meeting me now. Just know that I'm not going to be more Take than Take your friend. time. Get to know each other. I yeah. just want to be a friend. Yeah. Because I'm the most important person in my life right now. Yeah. And that's for everyone. We have to be the most important person in our lives. Always. Always. Um we're not, that's an opportunity for us to tune in and find out why.
0: Yeah. You know, when you say that, I think about like why I attracted all the people that I did, and usually it was health related, right? And my, my desire to help people mm-hmm. through health related issues is chronic, chronic conditions and bipolar disorders and depression and all of these different yeah. forms of mental health. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's fascinating to look back. And the the second I finally started stepping into like really doing it because before, like I was diving, you know, diving into it, like, okay, I'll do, I'll do massage. And then I did it for a couple of years, but it was always just like, I was just like dipping my toe in. Mm -hmm. And the second that I finally realized, like, I'm going to go in full speed and I'm going to create the course that I'm creating right now, I'm going to do this. And the second I did that was when I released that last pattern from my connection and finally realized it. And so it was kind of like this, like aha moment of, man, we really d- will keep attracting the people that we're supposed to help if we don't actually step into what we're supposed to be sharing. Mm-hmm. Like, And I say supposed to, because I this is my passion. So if my passion was something different, it would be that, but this is my passion. This is my drive to help people. Mm-hmm. And the second I stepped into it, I was like, oh man, I don't have to, I can attract someone who's already healthy and ready for mm-hmm. you know this too. And it's just it's really profound to look at connections and how they show up and why they show up and oh yeah the complexity it's, crazy. I
1: mean, it's so crazy to see the different layers and to see all the attachments that we can't yeah. see until we see it right it's like there's nothing wrong with them but wow <laughs> we have that deeper awareness it's like oh yeah Ooh, okay. oh okay like yeah all your family relationships and like, why did you come into this family and how does, how does that all work? And what are the patterns that you inherited epigenetically that you get to change within you? Right. Thought patterns and through your diet and your environment. Yes. You have control of all of that. Right. And just having the awareness and like, okay, what did I, I knew when I was little, I was like, okay, I'm ending all of the ancestral patterns. Like I just knew <laughs> that. So I didn't have any kids because I knew I was the last one in the lineage.
0: Yes. And, Remind me to talk about that. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. And so like, so I,
1: I have, I've gotten all of them because I, I wanted to clear it all from my body. Like, I don't want to carry this. I'm, I'm a being of light. I want to get rid of all this ancestral stuff, not because I don't love them, but because I love them. And I don't want them to have to deal with it. But I'm the manifestation of all these different things, and I came into this combination of families for a reason. And you know, my ten year old's like, I'm, I'm, I'm it. Like, I'm not, I'm not having it. Like, at ten, yeah. I'm, not, I'm
0: not having kids
1: yeah. because because I can't bring this forward.
0: Right. So what I was going to say there is, in one of my near death experiences, it was very clear that I was shown. You can tell. The highly vibrational people who are clearing out not only their their ancestral patterns, but for the earth, right? I was shown like, this is what earth looks like. This is why you're here. Great. We're the ones that don't have children. We're the ones that don't carry that forth because we're the ones that have to clear it. So it ends there, right? So that's why you notice like the people who tend to be alone and the people who don't end up having children, it's because they're clearing their their family lineage and mm-hmm. all of the the trauma that came through yeah. and they're transmuting it into the new earth. Yeah. Right. And so that's how you can really point out people mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, they're they like to be alone. They don't have children. They're really well, like they know themselves well. You'll find that it's the people who are alone and don't end up having children and kind of navigate this world in a more lonely like state. Mm-hmm. They're the ones clearing it. They're the ones who really like being this thing and the kids that's why our, if you pay attention to the kids that come in they're always a little bit more elevated each time and it's because they're going to be the ones to clear out their family lineage and all of the trauma there and they're doing it from a young age mm-hmm. now you know like they're like oh great like they know themselves way more than most 40 year olds i know i'm I mean. just like it's well, the animals are
1: two like the animals that are like one and two they're clearing out the codependency.
0: Yeah. Like
1: dogs Okay, there's a couple things going on, but like anyways, like for for all animals, like the younger ones, they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're we're not codependent anymore. We're clearing all that out. We're claiming our sovereignty and we want a new relationship. We want you to be the steward and take care of us, but we're sovereign." Yeah. And the sooner you remember that, like I don't pick up cats. I mean, I pick up a boo because he jumps on me and I have to move him off my back. But like (laughs) most animals, I don't pick up because they don't want me to. Right. And I'm just honoring the awareness that I have because they're like, okay, you know, especially cats, cats have weird cosmic connections. I don't really understand it. They're just cats. (laughs) They're they're just fascinating beings of light that just like bring in different energies Dogs are tired of begging for food and doing the whole dog thing. They really are. They just want to be left alone and loved for who they are and do their own thing, just like we do. But because they came in with a codependent pattern, right? they're actually tracking us to get interdependent. Right. So they want to actually get wow. us into interdependency. Yeah. So yeah. So fascinating yeah how are you i'm just curious about this one because you mentioned the new earth and and the lightness how are you feeling shifts in consciousness right now
0: i mean it's happening at a very rapid rate Mm -hmm. right and that's thanks to technology people have access to it more so it's a natural evolution like our technological advancements are not like this oh, they just happened to come by at this point. Mm-hmm. It's part of our evolution of our parents didn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. They So they were in their own little bubble. They didn't get to heal it. Mm-hmm. And, but that's just part of the human evolution. It's not, well, your parents didn't have the technology. It's, they were part of that decade for a reason because who they were helped shaped, you know, like they had to be like, oh, we're going to be, married by the age of you know 18 and have three kids and they were doing that because they had to evolve the kids who are going to be here now and so it's just part of the natural evolution right to to get us there but now where we are we are in this evolutionary state where we have all the technology and all the messages to get out to people so people can hear like this message for example where they can start internalizing and actually shifting their consciousness based on like oh my gosh, I do do this. And when you shift your codependency or you shift your negative thought patterns, you are raising your vibration and shifting the human consciousness. Like we are a network. Mm -hmm. And I like to tell people to think about our neurons, right? When you see a picture of the neurons, you see them all interconnected, right? right? And certain ones light up and certain ones don't. And -hmm. what's happening right now is all of the external neurons that hadn't been lit, they're starting to lighten up And the older generations who no longer serve this earth because they cannot catch up, you see those neurons starting to die off. Mm -hmm. And so you're like creating this, we're a network, right? Like we're just, we're connected to everything around us. And as we evolve, those neurons just start lighting up. And so it's like, yes, it's happening at a very rapid rate. There's Those are the reasons that we have mass deaths at certain points in this, in our history, because it's a cleanup. It is literally an energetic cleanup. And that's why I don't see like my whole family died. Like my partner died. I don't, you know, like, it's not a, it's not a, oh, poor me. It's like, oh, they got to go home. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just part of this, like, it's a completely different consciousness that we have to step into. And that means this generation can no longer be here. This person can't be here because they're not stepping forward into the new consciousness. And it's just a massive cleanup. And so our consciousness is just like, boom, like, here we come. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm definitely feeling it too. I'm definitely feeling shifts going on. Um, it's, it's like the awarenesses I've been getting and the shifts in how I'm showing up. And mm-hmm. like simple things like today, I just set out, uh, my my field and what I do every morning and night is I have, I, I, activate my Merkaba, which is something I was shown. Um, and then I activate my Toronto field of love. So I'm just emanating love wherever I go. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't have to think about it. I'm not making Wait. a effort. I just am. And then I see the ripple effects. Yes. And that's just so much fun because like, I just I make the conscious choice to do that. Yes. And so the more I do that, the more I see the shifts and the more I can just be present with myself and not have to be that, oh, I have to help you. Mm -hmm. You I mean, because like when I'm not in that teridal field, I feel obligated to go out and help people. Yes. Pattern that I have. So like I take that out of me and then I just have that love going and then I
0: can just be me and that's all you need to be yeah yeah that's the beauty of it everyone's always looking for their purpose right and the reality is you are your purpose your purpose is here being human and being the best version of yourself that you can be everything that you do outside of yourself is passion or you know desire it's not your purpose like you could choose to go do photography because i also love photography but that's a passion or i could choose to put it into the functional medicine that's a passion it's not my purpose for being here right my purpose is be the best version of myself so i can emanate that energy as i walk through this world mm-hmm. and i do have big energy i mean i i've i used to work in the movie industry and all of the main famous people would seek me out to talk to me right, right? it's still that way i could i in LA. I will walk by famous people and they'll stop to talk to me on the street. And it's just, it's because of my energy, because of who I am. It's not because of what I do. It's not because they don't know who I am or what I do. Right. right? It's, it's my energy. And as long as I can stay in that space, that's what I'm emanating. I'm giving this love, this loving vibration. And it means I'm happy. And I am sharing this as I walk through the world. Right. That is like the greatest gift you could give to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. It doesn't matter what I do as long as I'm happy doing
1: it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the shift is because like, you know, we have all these, these um, titles, right. And all of these certificates and dreams and blah, 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 blah. And there are aspects of us that, you know, as we are our source, mm-hmm. first came in through us to express itself in different ways. Right. So my joys and passions delight the source within me. It doesn't define me. Nothing defines me. No. And that's such um. Such a relief. It's a freeing feeling. Yeah. Because then I yeah. can see whatever wants to come through in a given moment. Yes, And it (laughs) doesn't matter if I'm like learning painting or I'm an expert in something else. It's, it's just, how does it feel in this moment to be Mm -hmm. what
0: wants to come through? Right. 100%. Yeah, That's actually what held me back so much in life was trying to figure out what am I supposed to call myself? Like, am I this nutritionist? Am I like, what do I label myself as? And then one time I was on a coaching call with someone and she was like, why are you trying to find a label for it? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she's like, you are your, you're your own walking advertisement. Like your energy is what and like. Anyone could come up to you and you could be like, well, what do you need? Cause I do a lot of different things. Right. Right. And it was in that moment that I like right now, my, yes, I, if I have to go out somewhere, I'm a functional medicine, you know, expert or I, I functional health and wellness expert or anything around that field, because that's where my passion is right now. But does that change? Like today I was like, Oh yeah, today I'm a photographer. Cause I was doing a photo shoot. Beautiful. Right. And it's just like, I no longer have to pick this one little box mm-hmm. and be like, this is what you want to do the rest of your life. Make sure you check it and give yourself a title. It's just like that's- me, like I'm a human. No one writing else needs bio. To know anything other than that. That I am a human having an experience, you know, on this earth with all these other humans. That's all anyone ever needs to know about me. They don't need to know anything else.
1: Oh, writing a bio is laughable. <laughs> like I, I wrote a bio recently, and what do I say? Yeah,
0: because like, yeah,
1: I've done all these cool things in my life, but are they me? No, right? Ah, they're fun things I did, right. know About those, they're great, but like. What what I am is none of those things. They're just expressions of my soul. Yeah. And so it's really like I, I I read bios and I'm like, I don't I don't even know how to write one anymore because none of it's resonant with me. Yeah. Because I'm not in that space of of, of playing that, like having a PhD in cultural studies means anything to me. It's cool if I'm on the East Coast and I need to trot it out as like some. Yeah means of like I don't know legitimizing myself but I don't care it's not who I am it's something I, I did yeah I tortured myself with sorry it's the younger self but like yeah you know it's not it's not me yeah it's just an aspect of the me's that I am and when we give ourselves that freedom to release ourselves from the need to define who we are mm-hmm then we're gifting ourselves the joy of existence
0: yeah yeah beautiful
1: (laughs) oh well Lynn um I'm just noticing the time
0: yeah it's time it's time so I'm going to ask the question how do people find you Okay, well, do you mind me first telling people about my course? Please do. I want to let people know that I have created a course for anyone who's looking to overcome chronic conditions of any kind, mental or physical or emotional. There's, there's a lot to it, and it really helps people overcome by learning about the human body and what what's actually going on with it and why we have such a sick society at this point and i am giving it to people for $50 during the pre-launch sale because i really want people to have access to this information because it's so necessary for you to heal mm-hmm. you your body sets the tone your health sets the tone if you are not healthy it's going to play into every other aspect of your life mm-hmm. and living in a healthy body is just one of the greatest gifts that you could give yourself and as a functional medicine practitioner i was having to charge people $3000 and it just, it did not feel right that only a certain population could have access to that. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, if you really want to get better, it's not attached to insurance. Right. And so I decided to create a course and make it accessible for everyone. So you can find it on www.linnrivers.com and that's L-I-N-N rivers.com. And you can actually buy the pre-launch there. It is transferring over to the program where it's going to be held, where you can talk to people from all over the world who are part of the course. It's so beautiful, but I definitely recommend going to my website and signing up for it while it's in its pre-launch phase. When does it launch? In February. Perfect. Yeah. So you have, you have till February 1st to buy it on pre-launch.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Very beautiful. beautiful. Very proud of it.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I am so grateful that you reached out and we set up this podcast because it has been so wonderful and delightful. And I'm just so grateful to know you on the planet.
0: Thank you. I really enjoyed this conversation. It was so perfect. And I had no idea what to expect, right? And it just flowed so beautifully. So thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: Yeah.